Welcome to Weekly Grooves. My name is Tim Houlihan. And I'm Kurt Nelson. Each week, Weekly Grooves picks a current news topic and explores it through a behavioral science lens. We dig in to help you understand the psychology behind the headline. Okay, so Kurt, what's the topic we're going to be grooving on this week? Well, there was an article in New Scientist magazine last week titled, Psychology Tips for Maintaining Social Relationships During Lockdown. And in this time of crisis... I thought that it would be really important to, to really groove on that and to review some of the science behind that. Well, that sounds pretty straightforward. So we're going to look at the hints and tips that people can use to stay more socially connected while needing to be physically distant, right? Yes. And exploring the need as humans for human contact as part of this whole element of why we need to stay socially connected. The article is an interview with Dr. Robin Dunbar, who is a British anthropologist and evolutionary psychologist and he is an expert on social bonding. And in social science, there's even a concept called the Dunbar number, which explores the number of people with whom we can maintain stable social relationships, relationships in which we know who each other person is and how that person relates to every other person. And that's a number named after some of the research that Robin Dunbar did. So pretty, he's pretty a pretty, pretty pretty impressive guy. So yeah. this was an interview article with him and it talked a lot about some really cool stuff. Okay, let's groove. All right. So the first thing that the article touches on is that touch is important. Notice the pun that I did there that the article touches on that touch is important. I, I just wasn't going to say anything because I, I just wanted worth. to point out how, Thank how you. you know, creative we can be in in lockdown uh, as we think about these no but but touch is really important because it releases endorphins which uh, endorphins are in the brain and they help relieve pain they engender trust right. they help us to relax and in this time of strife and stress uh, it's things that we need but it can be hard to find particularly if you're isolated and alone and you don't have that opportunity to to bond socially with people even just a handshake or a touch on the back or a hug right. uh, those are really important ways that we typically get this endorphin release and we're missing out on that a lot yeah and we're used to thinking about uh, the, the term like bonding with our children is really common. So it's easy for us to go, oh, we need to bond with our kids. And we do that through touch. We do that through being together. And I know that there's been research in Southeast Asia where uh, mothers who are working in rice fields, uh, they strap their children, their infant children uh, to their bodies so that they can nurse throughout the day uh, and not take the kids away. I mean, they got to get out and work all day. And they find that those kids have incredibly healthy relationships throughout their whole whole life, more so than other people in the world because of this tremendous intimacy in the bonding experience when they're, when they're infants. So it has well, a long lasting effect. Yeah. And that goes back to, you know, the the research back um, in the 50s or 60s, I'm not sure exactly when, uh, with Harlow and his monkey experiments where they had the right. wire mesh monkey and the cloth monkey. And they they took these brand new infant baby monkeys and they put them in with the wire mesh monkey who actually gave milk and then this cloth monkey that didn't give milk. And most of the time, the monkeys moved to the cloth, cloth one 
um, because there was that sense of touch a that touch, was there. Yeah. And those monkeys that had a cloth monkey, when they were reintroduced back into, you know, with other monkeys, uh, integrated much more readily than the ones who would just had a wire mesh. Even though they got food and sustenance and all of that, there was actually an aspect of touch that was really important uh, and comfort from that. And that starts with monkeys and, as you said, with babies, but it goes on throughout our life. And so we need to have some of those pieces. And part of that is because we have to, those endorphins are a really important part of, of keeping us sane and happy <laughs> and right. relaxed right. and not having that stress build up, which causes a whole bunch of issues and other problems. Right. It's also bigger than just mothers and children, right? Yes. I mean, this gets into all kinds of relationships, you know, uh, grooming triggers. Uh, you know, we have friends and family, the casual stroking. You mentioned this hugging and touching and a pat on the back. These things actually make a positive difference in our lives, both both as the sender and the receiver. Yeah. And, and Robin in the article says, you know, with our closer friends and family, you actually do a lot of casual stroking and touching and hugging that we don't think think about. It's going on below the event horizon of our consciousness. And so in this time where we are social or physically distancing from others, we may not be getting that. Now, if you're if you're, you know, in lockdown with your family, hopefully you are getting some of that with your immediate family members, but there's a lot of that that happens with close friends or if you are alone, you know, you're not getting that. So how else can we release endorphins? Yeah, and and I think that we can turn to the media and look at those videos of the Italians singing on their balconies, or the uh, I, I saw it in Chicago, the people who are coming to the balconies to applaud the healthcare workers. That those are great endorphin. Um, releasing experiences for us. Yeah, Robin talked about that in the article, these social interactions that produce this uh, similar type of endorphin release, probably not as intense, but you're still getting that. Uh, you know, endorphins are created in the hypothalamus and the pituitary glands in the brain and are released by various different pieces. In addition to some of those social interactions and connections that you do, there are other aspects too, like Exercise. Exercise right. is a really good way to release endorphins. Uh, it seems that moderate intensity uh, exercise releases is, is more effective in releasing uh, endorphins, but all exercise, even just going for a walk, can can help release those endorphins. So, And we've talked to guests on our other podcasts about how they're getting more walks in and more exercise with their partner than they have ever because they're home and they're, they finish lunch and then boom, their habit is as soon as they finish lunch, they go for a walk and they're getting in their 10,000 steps a day. Which is actually really important because there's also research that shows that exercise with someone else releases more endorphins as well. Yeah. So yeah. this idea of going for a walk with your with your partner or your spouse or your kids is really important. It's it's better from that perspective than walking alone. And if you are alone and you maybe can't get out with somebody else. Think about maybe doing a video workout with somebody. Is there somebody yes. that you can connect with while you're both maybe doing, you know, some sort of calisthenics in your in your house or some other aspect? 
or 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 do, or do a yoga class with someone. Yes, you know that I know of lots of yoga teachers who are running video Zoom classes on their own, and so it's still the same group of people that you normally would go to a class to do your yoga with, and now they're just doing it over over video. So at least there's that little bit of connection in that. Yeah, and there's some other ways of releasing endorphins as well: giving, volunteering, donating, pro-social behaviors. Those help release uh, endorphins. Meditation does as well. One of my favorites is some foods help actually re- re- release some endorphins, spicy foods. So okay. go okay. get some Thai takeout and, you know, have spice some really spicy and, and dark chocolate. So Thank God for that. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. sure ice cream does too, but that's uh, just me personally. I, I, it, How about ice cream with dark chocolate? A dark chocolate spicy ice cream. How about that? <laughs> there you go. And, While and, you're doing your yoga class. Oh, <laughs> or exercising, might, you know, you're, that might be weird. you're going out. Um, laughing. What we're doing right now, laughing yeah. uh, releases endorphins. Um, some scents like vanilla and lavender are supposed to release endorphins. So you can scent up your house and that can help. Definitely. Sex is a, a endorphin good. release. Now, if you're alone, I don't know how that works, but you know, <laughs> all right. If you're not, maybe you, we're not here to give advice. <laughs> and then one thing that I think you will particularly like is listening to music. I is, never would have thought of that. Wow, uh, is the endorphin <laughs> release? Yeah. So you're you're probably referring to the Marconi Union. The, the, this trio that did this uh, work on sound therapists to develop the ultimate stress relieval, reliever sort of in a musical form, right? This is right, the, yeah. So they worked with, for. yeah, they worked with sound therapists and developed this this musical um, piece. We'll link to it in the show notes. But there was some research done it by uh, Dr. David Lewis Hodgson of Mindful Labs, and what they found was that there was a sixty five percent reduction in participants anxiety when they listen to this piece of music. Yeah. So and this and this is where I don't understand how someone like you find comfort in headbanging death metal <laughs> music because Dan Levitin and other researchers have discovered that there are these universals in musical sounds and and like when I want to relax I, I go to Claire de Lune, you know, I'll go yeah. to Debussy or Chopin and find something that actually will reduce my heart rate. Well, <laughs> it's, it's maybe I'm an anomaly, which is probably true. So, but again, music helps in releasing some of these opioids that help in relieving that stress, making us happier, relaxing us, which at this point in time in the world that we're living in with the pandemic that is going on is a really really important aspect. Even in non-pandemic times, it's yeah. a really important aspect yes, it of is. this. And yes, so I think, is. again, given the time and being in lockdown or, or you know, shelter at home, we need to keep reminding ourselves that we have to reach out to our friends, our family, our co-workers to, to maintain those social bonds, to build those social bonds even more yeah. uh, and do it more often than we actually think. Well, and we talked to, to somebody recently who said, oh man, I'm just getting so zoomed out. I'm just, you know, I'm tired of being, you know, I've been in Zoom meetings all day and now, now I have to Zoom with my friends for a virtual happy hour. 
what I'm finding is that the virtual happy hour doesn't have to be an hour long. It doesn't have to be or two hours long. It could be 30 minutes. It's really just the act of getting together and having a little bit of connection, especially with good friends. You don't necessarily need an hour because right. I, I get worn out as well. And yeah. I'm finding that shorter but more frequent executions of Zoom uh, meetings are really beneficial. Yeah. And there is, there's lots of research that shows how important it is to see people so and to hear people. We get yeah. a lot of emotional connection through visual cues of seeing their face, as well as the vocal and auditory cues of, of vocal and voice. So make sure that you pick up the phone at the at the very minimum or you know do a zoom or some facetime or what other video chat and don't just send emails and this is particularly important i think in in work we we tend to dismiss some of our coworkers of like i don't really need to to have that connection that social bond um, I can just send them emails and it's all work related when in fact, we really need those as well during this time. And the more that we can do that through uh, voice and, and visual, I think is, is going to be better. So, yeah. Okay. So uh, shall we recap? Yeah, let's recap. Okay, so it is important to maintain social relationships in this time of physical separation. Social relationships help us cope better. We feel happier and they help reduce anxiety and depression that can be caused by isolation. And part of this is because social relationships produce endorphins in our brains. They get released in a positive relationship where we are close to others, particularly with touch, but also with laughter and smiling and a number of other things. And if we cannot release those opioids through touch, which happens in a physical distancing time, we need to try to get them through other means such as exercise, pro-social acts such as giving or volunteering, eating spicy foods and dark chocolate, which I know we all like, and maybe yeah, ice cream. Eating. I don't know if ice cream is in there, but I'm going to eat ice cream just because. Meditation or yoga, or even as you love listening to music. Amen. Just maybe the important part is just be intentional, right? Maintain your social relationships. Keep reaching out to those around you, your friends, your family, and your coworkers. The bigger your social network, the happier and healthier you are typically are. So use technology and video chats to, to get this done. And don't just rely on email, especially with coworkers. It's not a good substitute for hearing your voice and seeing your face. We appreciate you listening and hope that you enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes that we have had and that you found it useful. And if you did, and if you would like, we would really encourage you to share it with a friend or leave us a review. We so appreciate you listening. With that, go out and have a great week. 